Hello, welcome to Music in Mind with Anthony Calkins. Today's episode is a conversation with Jim Briggs, who is a friend of mine and fellow guitar player in the Austin area. Jim is an awesome guitar player, and we get into all sorts of cool territories around music theory, music practice, and even a little bit of aliens, so that's kind of fun. But before we get to that, please remember that I am a value-for-value artist, which means that any value I provide to you through my content, that is, through my podcast, through my music, through anything I put out, any value that you derive from that, I ask that you respond to me in kind by providing value back to me. There's a number of ways to do that. The easiest thing to do is like, leave a comment, subscribe to my channels, things like that. But what you can also do is you can also donate to my Venmo, to my Bitcoin, sign up on my Patreon on a monthly basis for access to extra goodies and things like that. But all of that is value that you can provide back to me if you derive value from my content. Now, on to my conversation with Jim Briggs. Welcome to Music in Mind. Hello, everybody. I'm here with Jim Briggs. Probably one of the best guitar players in Austin that I know. Oh, geez. That's great. No, he's, he's killer. He's badass. Um, you got to talk to Gary Kane. <laughs> hey, there's a lot of good guitar yeah. players here. But um, so we met uh, a year, year and a half ago, something pretty soon after uh, I moved here. And we found that actually we'd both been living in L.A. at the same time. Also, in sort of different gigging circuits around town. But yeah, how's life? <laughs> <laughs> great. It's busy. Yeah, busy with gigs. Yeah, that's a good thing to be busy with. Yeah, and this year I, I told myself like, okay, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna start being more selective about the gigs I, I choose, and I have seven gigs this week. What? Seven <laughs> so gigs that, this week? That's, that's me being Damn. selective. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's I guess a good problem to have. Yeah, I guess yeah. Yeah. So, do you like the the gigging scene here, the gigging vibe and all that? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But let me, so again, I said about being selective. It's, you know, I, um, I mean, the artists I do play with, I, I mean, for the example, all the artists I'm playing this week, uh, playing with this week, I know really well and I kind of know what to expect. Right. Um, I don't take a lot of those, like I never post on the, you know, the Facebook message boards for gigs anymore. Cause those are just, yeah. you never know. Yeah. You get some wild can I swear on this? Yes. Uh, you, you really <laughs> end up with some wild shit on those. Yeah. But, um, but you know, these it's like, it's Kenny Hayda, it's Ruthie yeah. Kraft, uh, yep. Greg Warns. I don't know if you've yep. interfaced cool. with Greg yet, but cool. Um, cool. yeah, all people I know and have worked with a lot. So one thing that, that took me a little getting used to moving here is like when I was in LA, I was mostly playing pit orchestra stuff. Mm -hmm. And so the the situation was really different. Like you'd get a whole... Uh, it was actually organized. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was organized, and it was like this thing where, like, getting used to coming here and you get sent a set list of, like, you know, 50, 60 songs, something like that, and, like, you kind of have to know them all, and uh, at the same time, they're probably not going to play all of them, and so you don't really, you yeah. have to have a flexibility here, whereas, you know, if you get called to play, like, Legally Blonde... <laughs> in Irvine, California. Yeah. You know exactly what you're playing. You have the book ahead of time. They usually send it to you about two weeks out or so. Yeah. And uh, like getting used to playing three hours worth of pop and rock songs mm -hmm. was like a very different mode of learning music and playing music. That definitely took a little bit. Like my first few gigs here were like a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the cool thing about that is 
a lot of cover bands play out the same stuff. So yes, kind of yeah, yeah. once you go do one of those three hour gigs, the next three hour gigs like, oh, I have to only four songs for this. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, in LA, I was in. I did live band karaoke. Okay, and, so yeah, similar our, in a way. Our set list was I think three hundred and fifteen songs or wow, something. Wow. Okay. Is that right? That just sounds like so many. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> uh, so a lot of, like when I you know would go play with Mick or with, yep. with Ruby Groove or something. Yep. You know, uh, like when I first got called to play with Ruby Groove, it was the day before. It was uh, yeah, it was the day before the gig, and I, I had not met her before. It was through Makaya. Yeah, who's, uh, who's a friend of ours, yep. local bass player. Oh yeah, stand up guy. Um, <laughs> and uh, he sent me the set list, and I knew probably seventy five percent of it already. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just like, oh yeah, yeah, I can do it. I'll be there. I'll, yep. I'll learn the rest of the tunes by tomorrow, and yeah, it'll be fine. Yep. yep. So yeah, I was. It's funny because I'm I can read because I did cruise ships for a long time right and I always thought like when I moved to LA in 2010 I think uh-huh. um, after doing cruise ships for a couple of years I was just like oh I, I you know I'm one of the few guys who can read I'm gonna play so much musical theater I can probably count on one hand the amount really? of musical theater game and I would have loved to do them too they like, were fun I kind of they kind of I got depressed at a certain point because I kind of <laughs> felt like I was getting really good at being bad at a lot of kinds of music. Like, I'm a really good bad jazz player, and I'm a really good bad salsa player kind of a thing. Mm. Like, because it's yeah, not, yeah. it's never, like, the real thing. Right. Like, if you go see In the Heights or something, it's a fun show, yeah. but it's not, like, real salsa. Yeah. It's not the same as going to a salsa club. Yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, you know, about as much as musical theater is real life, the musical theater music is music you will play in real life. <laughs> it's crazy how different yeah. it is and how different the vibe is. Like, you mm-hmm. go to a blues club, and, like, the rep that those guys know and the stuff that they play, they're, like, very into it and very serious about it. And mm-hmm. then you go and, like, Memphis the musical. And yeah. It's like... It just feels like yeah. such bullshit in yeah. comparison. Like, I'm like I've, I've played Jesus Christ Superstar. That's a fun one. Twice. I mean, it's a fun show yeah. to play. Yeah, but it's just like when you... I'm, and I saw it on Broadway once, and uh, I remember just thinking like, man, there's nothing objectively wrong with this, but it just sounds so fucked up. Yep. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. That's it. It's like <laughs> the band is absolutely slaying it. Like these singers are unbelievable. Yeah. Something's wrong. <laughs> But you're but you're a super versatile player. Like you play a whole bunch of different stuff. Like oh, I, I, I mean, remember a, a funny experience I had at Friends uh-oh. at the Blues Jam. I don't even remember who it is, so that's good. I yeah, I, I wanna, probably we wouldn't say who it was, yeah. but I don't remember. Who we don't want to out anybody here. Uh, I was told it's a guy. He's a guy. Whatever that means. Okay. But it was up on stage, and I was playing a tune. I called the tune, and it had a. It was like a minor blues, and it, had, it went to the six, flat six, and before the five. But super normal. <laughs> like, very normal. Very, like, it's, like, it's, it's yeah, very, weird. very normal. And he was like, dude, I, I only ever learned three chords, and can we please just play blues shuffle? Because it wasn't a shuffle groove. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, please, just shuffle blueses. He never... That's all I can do. And the whole time I'm thinking, like, is it cool that he's like such a purist? That he's just like mastered this one thing, or is it like extremely lame? <laughs> it's lame. <laughs> I mean, like like the thrill is gone. It's a super standard, right, right, tune to call, and that has that chord in it, right. But it's it, not really a shuffle. No, no, I'm, no, I'm saying it's right. I'm saying it. it yeah, I'm just yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, did did he wear sunglasses inside? Eh, I don't remember. Okay, I don't think so. Was he wearing a shirt? I think I know who you're talking about, and it wasn't. It's not okay. that guy. 
No, 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 no. It was a very, it was very odd, and I, like I felt bad. And so then I called a different tune that only had two chords. It just had the one and the four, and that was too much for him because it wasn't a normal. Because it never went to the five. <laughs> and it was just like, what? Is... <laughs> wow. Yeah, I found that I've, I've just because sometimes, like I, I, I love going to that jam. I haven't yeah. been in a while. I should go again. Um, yeah, same. I pretty much only go now if I'm in the house band, right? Which I feel a little bit shitty about. <laughs> I don't know. Because, like, yeah, I mean, I'm friends with Amir and friends with Brian. And, right. You know, and I'm usually friends with whoever the bass player is that night. Um, but sometimes, like, there's just no singers and I'll have to sing something. And I'm just like, man, that's, I'm so lacking in that. So, like, there's there's two tunes right. that I know really well that I can sing. One of them is um, Can't Let Go. Okay. Which, the. Can't think, Let Go. Yeah. I don't know if I know that song. Oh, it's so good. So, the, um, the chorus is a 12 bar blues. Uh huh. But. The verse is just eight bars. It's just one. Oh, five, oh, it's like yeah, a can't one. buy me loves like that, right? Oh, is it? The, the, oh, the chorus or or the verse is a blues and the. Okay, it's. Uh, I mean, it's similar to that. Yeah, yeah, the chorus on this tune, the chorus is a blues. The verse yeah. is not, but it's still it's just one five four one. Mm-hmm. So I, I like to do that one, but it's still like there's always one person on stage. It's like, you know, always <laughs> plays a twelve bar blues in the verse. Just, I mean, you know. Yeah. And then the other one is, um, oh fuck. Uh, it's a it's a t- it's a tune that's really similar to that, but I think it's reversed. I think the verse is a twelve bar blues, right? And the and the chorus is not. It's just like man, Jim, just learn some blueses. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, there's, there's so many. <laughs> there's so much more to blues. Like I think, Hey Joe is a blues, even though it's not a twelve bar blues, and the chord progression isn't a blues. I think mm-hmm. everything about that tune mm-hmm. is in the spirit of the blues. Yeah, there's the repeated yeah. lines. There's like a build and intensity over the whole thing. I think like there's there's so many aspects of the blues that isn't just like that 12-bar structure. Right. That is such an interesting tune to pick, though, because like the structure of that tune and the chord changes are just so unconventional. Right, exactly. But, I mean, like the the most of the solo is like E minor pentatonic. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like... I, I like Especially that, the repeated yeah. lines that yeah. the... Like where where each line repeats itself, mm-hmm. so it's like not quite the blues, but it's a take on the A A B. Yeah, woke up this morning. I like, <laughs> uh, brush my teeth. Um, right. I like playing that tune because you can see like who knows how to really play changes. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of get away with just playing the one thing over yep. it. Yep, yep. But like when guys like really take you know take the time to oh, yeah. kind of navigate those ones and that little cool. chromaticy line. Yeah, who, who <laughs> learns that? Who knew it? <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah, that's a fun one. But uh, so you gotta learn more blues. I need to learn to sing more blues. So do you sing much? Like if you I, had to do a gig, if if you got called and someone was like, "Hey, can you do like a happy hour tomorrow, two three hours?" <laughs> I'd say, "Who's booking it?" Um, it's, 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 so there's layers to that joke. Um, uh, actually, can I take this moment to promote my birthday show, please? Okay, please. So. Uh, I uh, May nineteenth at Valhalla. Hell yeah! I'm turning forty. Oh my god! Yeah, and uh, and I decided uh, I like I'm gonna because I've been I have all these tunes that are unfinished. Like yeah. so many tunes that I just like. your tunes. Yes, cool. Yes, yes. I decided I'm gonna finish these, and uh, and we're gonna play them. And I gave myself a deadline, and I already uh-huh. booked the show. So it's May nineteenth. Nice, Valhalla. So because uh, I'm a huge fan of. Porcupine Tree. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And The Deer Hunter. Hell yeah. And Tool, but I don't know how much Tool influence. I mean, obviously, we both, we've talked about yeah. it, and Tool's great. But um, 
So I've been writing like this progressive metal stuff. Nice. And uh, oh, I love it. Yeah. May 19th. I want to hear more of that around town. Yeah. Well, I'm so sick on, of hearing on May 19th. Blues. You will. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> I'm so sick of hearing that. Actually, there's the one song I, I didn't know it when I moved to town was Voodoo Child. And I was like, I'm not learning this fucking song. I hear it every day of my goddamn life. Yeah. I mean, and then I learned it from Micaiah. Yeah. Well, you kind of learn it by playing it once. It's a pretty yeah. easy tune. Yeah. I was the same way, because that one never came up before. Like, I knew it just because I grew up listening right. to Hendrix and stuff. But I feel like I hear it every day here. Yeah. Somebody's playing it somewhere, right Somebody's now. playing it somewhere. That and, um... Uh, <laughs> that Stevie tune. Uh, oh, Pride and Joy. Yeah, Pride and Joy. <laughs> <laughs> every, every, at, 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 at any moment in Austin, Texas, somebody's playing that song somewhere in the yes. TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that one not in E originally? E flat. I've never, I haven't learned that one out. Ah! Play there. I played there with Shalea both times. Oh, okay, cool. Once pre-pandemic, once 
are we out of it? Mid pandemic, <laughs> post. I, I felt post pandemic. Nobody was masked up or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this last well, not long ago. It was like last, just a couple months ago. I think was the last time we did. Oh, it. nice, cool. That is a very shallow pit. It's <laughs> a really bad pit. I played Legally Blonde in that. Oh, theater. cool, yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I did not uh, did not have to negotiate the pit. Okay, but. dude, that is an insanely difficult show. I haven't done it. It's really, it's really hard, and like, it's got things like in the base book where it's like, yes, this is the real key. Don't complain. It's like all these licks in like D flat and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever play Big the musical? Mm-mm. I played it. God, probably two thousand three, four, somewhere around there. Oh, wow. It was great. Nice. I mean, it's just like I mean, I thought like, I don't what know. kind of stuff is it? I don't even know. I don't know it at all. Yeah, I don't even remember. It was like 20 years ago. Okay. I mean, if it was 2004, it was literally, oh, Jesus Christ, almost 20 years ago. Yep. Where was that? 40. Uh, Dedham High School in Dedham, Massachusetts. Okay. Were you in high school or were no, you... No, I, I was in college okay. and I was teaching the drum line okay. at that college, which is also a thing I do, did. And uh, yeah, just like, oh, we need a guitar player for the musical. You want to do it? Oh, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> cool. So... Every high school I've taught drumline out of ended up playing guitar in the pit orchestra, actually. <laughs> so, drumline. So, what do you play in drum? You're a trumpet so, player or something? Like no, that? I was uh, in high school, I was a snare drummer. Okay. And I just absolutely fell in love with the activity. Yeah. And I've kind of been involved with it to some extent okay. ever since. And when I was in LA, I taught two high schools in wow. Burbank. Uh, and I ended up playing guitar in their musicals. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's just drum corps. I mean, it's a totally different yeah. thing. Uh, than it's like a huge thing, and like all these schools go on tour and stuff. Yeah, uh, some school. I never worked at a school that was like really like one of the serious. I see. Yeah, yeah. but like I taught some kids who went on to to do like the DCI and WGI mm-hmm. independent stuff. Who like, um, like there's a guy whose name's Jacob Wetzel, who's like. It's so funny. Like, I talk to people here mm-hmm. who know who he is. Oh, okay. I was just like, oh, yeah, I met that kid when he was 14. I gave him his first pair of bass drum mallets. Damn. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and now he's like, he's a section leader at Santa Clara Vanguard, section leader at Pulse in the bass line. He's just like absolutely destroying it. That's amazing. Um, and like, he always thanks me for like, you know, getting him there. I'm like, dude, I just like, he was always there. <laughs> I, I had nothing to do with it. I just, <laughs> I just wrote some music I thought maybe you all could play. And, right. Uh, you, you, you know, all, all the work was him. That, that actually brings an interesting question about music education. Uh-oh. Because we talked about this, or I, I remember asking you the last time we had a gig together whether you had a master's. You said no. I was, was kind of drunk when we talked about this. You were like, fuck no. Why don't I have a master's? <laughs> yeah, I was drunk. It was, it was that kind of vibe. No, no, no. But I think it's a good vibe because I, I don't know what I think the value of my music education has been. And I think like the best music education I've ever had is just myself playing. Totally. And then going out and playing gigs. Like, moving to Austin has yeah. been a music education. Yeah. And it's this weird thing, because, like, it feels silly. Like, learning Dua Lipa songs has been educational. But it is. Yes, yeah, it is. Totally. It's this thing. It's like, I know more music, and I'm better at music now than I've ever been. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm a better reader now than I was five years Probably ago. Because I'm not reading in the same way that I was reading. Right. But I can still read fa- fairly well. Mm-hmm. And, uh... And then if I think about what I learned in school, it's not that I didn't learn anything, but I don't know that I wouldn't have learned it anyway. Mm, Other yeah, than, yeah. I would say the biggest thing I got from school was good connections. Yeah. Like, 
yeah. musical friendships and musical connections that are still valuable. Yeah, $100,000 friendships, totally. Right. Uh, yeah, and I have a lot of unpopular thoughts about this. Um, That's great. <laughs> I love unpopular thoughts. Uh, ooh, this is going to be a long show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think like, the I got... I really got my education on stage. Yeah. Um, when just like, you can't stop and reset the track and play. Yep. It's like, you just yep. gotta, gotta get it done. Gotta be there. And I, I, I mean, so I was a jazz composition major at Berkeley. Right. And why? So there's a, a music preparation class. You have to take two semesters of it. And it's mm-hmm. just, you know, it's just your penmanship for music. I love it. And we, we were that too at UW and we were not allowed to use finale yep so we had the same thing why <laughs> well why? so what do you do you think that that's valuable no really okay yeah. so that's where I actually think I got a lot out of that okay um, I didn't because I always, it, that, that for me that was just always something I could do yeah um, you had good musical penmanship already yes because the only one who ever reads it is me uh, and I can read my own Oh, but, I see what you mean. Yeah. It's, but it's if, serviceable for yourself. Yeah. But I mean, but on, if I was going to write you a chart 10 right. years ago, you would have no trouble reading it. Right. And just like the, and it, to me, like my, Berkeley at that time and my major in particular was so anti-technology. Mm. I came out of college with a music degree. Dang it. <laughs> this gets too slow. Fuck you, disc. <laughs> Where... It's fine. I'll patch it with the camera. Okay. Cool. We're all good. Um, anti-technology. Anti-technology. So in, at Berkeley, in my major, in that period of time, uh, I never touched Pro Tools or right. a DAW of any kind. Really? Yeah. At Berkeley? Yes. That's surprising. Yes. And I think they did me a... What co- year? When is this? I'm old. Uh, 2001 to 2005. Okay. And, uh, and they were almost like aggressively not technology that was good english sentence jim um aggressively anti-technology specifically that's in my, really in surprising my to me given how i think about berkeley yeah and i i, I don't know, i feel like they kind of did me dirty huh okay because then when i moved to la a couple years later it was just like i like i never knew even back then when i moved there in 2010 how common it was to do a recording session from home Mm. I didn't know that was a thing. And that's super common. Really? You didn't yeah. like do that in high school or anything no. yourself? No. I went to high school in the 90s. We didn't have... I had a, I had a fucking Tascam, like four track. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, so that wasn't... So you weren't quite... Yeah, there you yeah. go. And I think maybe part of the thing at Berkeley was like... I mean, pro, I mean pro, people were using Pro Tools at that point. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, like now it's... So when I was there, um, my senior year, the freshman... The incoming freshmen were required to buy MacBook Pros. Whoa. So I think I like... MacBook Pro specifically? Yes. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. Do they have a deal with Apple? I, here's the crazy <laughs> the thing. Here's the crazy thing. I don't think they did. Um, maybe they just up, they just bumped the tuition and then they just included a... But every incoming freshman was, re, was required to have one. MacBook Pro, huh? All right. I'm sorry. Uh, it was like a PowerBook G4 or whatever the fuck Apple had at the time. Okay. But something um, you were right, I'm right. sorry. Yeah, not a MacBook Pro, but whatever like the top of the line sure. Apple laptop was yeah, at the yeah, time. Yeah. I think it was a PowerBook G4. Cool. Don't quote That's me very that. weird to me. Uh, so I just got, I just, I, I was in this weird 
I'm, I'm like a weird age where I'm just like, like I'm technically a millennial, but right. I have more in common with, yeah, with yeah, Gen yeah. X, yep. you know, cause I didn't like grow up with the internet. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, yeah, I, re- I remember fax machines and dial up and stuff. Whereas like, you think of like millennials as a certain thing and it's like, I'm such an old millennial that yeah. like, a lot of that stuff didn't kick in until I was in high school. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm a little bit late. I, I don't think I would use fax machines. I mean, dial up for sure. Yeah. Um, there was, a, there was uh, do you ever listen to the Adam Carolla show? Yeah. Um, when he was talking about, um, uh, like finding porn in the woods, I was I was laughing my ass off because like I I'm like the last generation who knows about that. Oh my god! Because that was the thing. Like yeah, but, we didn't do that. Like behind, how old are you? Uh, Thirty three. Okay, there was a hill behind my house growing up, and there was like this rumor that there was like porn buried out there, and we used to go fucking look for it. And like <laughs> so fucking amazing. So man. when he said, we never found it, but uh, but when he was talking about like you know woods porn, it's like I was I couldn't stop laughing because I related so much, and I That's feel like funny. that like like porn finding porn in the woods is not a thing you associate with millennials. No. Well, now they just watch porn. It's just like, holy shit. I was a story about like that. Little kids watching stuff that's like, it's, can't, you couldn't God. even imagine it. God, if you want to make a million dollars on like a low risk thing, just become a sex therapist. Because right. like everybody who grows oh, yeah. up with a porn theater in their pocket is going to be super fucked oh, yeah. up sexually. And, yep. You know, they already are. Yeah. Um, but I had a, I was teaching this class uh, back in L.A., and this, this, it was like, uh, it was two 14 year old boys in the mm-hmm. class. And one of them just like, uh, just all of a sudden pulls his guitar off and he goes, I gotta go to the bathroom. And he just runs out of the room and we're all like, what just happened? <laughs> like, that was pretty, that was pretty weird. And then, uh, he comes back and then the other kid was like, where were you, uh, squeezing one out in there or something? And he goes like, dude, I didn't even take my phone with me. It's like, oh no. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh that's, that's, that's not a good sign. <laughs> Uh, yeah, can't can't get there without a device. That's no good. Yeah, feel sorry for his future. God, he's probably like twenty now. Oh. <laughs> man, that's that's it's a weird world we live in. Yeah, he's probably twenty and has erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, no, I wish him the best. <laughs> I don't remember his name. Yeah. Anyway, so anti-technology. Oh yeah. Value of school handwriting. <laughs> Right. Dude, thanks for keeping me on track. I just like <laughs> aliens. Um Yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. Probably get to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh I mean it's I'm sure Berkeley's different now, but yeah, at the time I just I came out of school not knowing anything about tech, never touched the DAW. Right. Didn't know what a DAW was. Do you feel like it helps your playing? No. Cause like no. everyone I know who comes out of Berkeley is really good. But maybe they were really good going in. Uh, I mean, a lot of the guys, yeah, I mean, all the guys who were really good when I was there were good when they got there. Yeah. Because, like, I, I, especially in L.A., I, in the pit orchestra scene, there were tons of Berkeley guys everywhere. Mm-hmm. And they were all really good. Yeah. and like, they Really they, solid. They probably all played in their high school jazz band and yeah. were killing readers yep. when they were 15. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, as far as playing, I mean, I'm sure I got a little bit better. And I'm sure some people go there and, like, have a teacher they connect with and, you know, take yeah. off. I, I, I probably became a better writer. Sure. Um, probably. <laughs> I mean, teaching writing or composition is also really hard to do. It's so hard. Yeah. To say, yeah it's how, a really weird How thing. do you teach creativity? Yeah. 
you can give people t- you know tips for like what to do in this situation yeah. maybe I mean, a big part of I mean, the jazz comp department was like um just shortcuts for writing big band stuff sure you know just like all right here's the jazz standard here's how you would yeah here's how you know here's the ways to approach it contrapuntally here's ways to approach it by just like hanging harmony off the lead yeah. trumpet um and then, i mean that was really useful you know because i write so much big band music now hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've done that in a long time yeah um this is, this is what i was into at the time i was obsessed with mingus and wayne shorter yeah i mean why not uh, yeah i mean they're amazing <laughs> <laughs> yeah so what's interesting about that is that is also sort of how i think about berkeley is more of a like a trade school in a way mm-hmm. and the, and Actually, it was, it was one of the notes I wrote down about talking on the podcast about the idea of musicians as tradesmen versus artists. Because mm-hmm. I think about what I'm doing mostly now is very sort of trade-oriented. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Like, I have a skill, and somebody yeah. can call me, and I show up, and yes, I'll play guitar for you, and yes, I'll learn these songs. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really feel artistic. You know, like, there's a little, you know, take a solo here and there, and it's yeah. like, sometimes I'm proud of it, but usually I'm just like, now's my time to solo. Here's what I do on yeah. a solo. Yeah, just getting through it. And that's interesting, yeah. It's like, yeah, my toilet's clogged. I need a, I need a guitar player. Exactly. No, yeah. but, right. Yeah. Exactly that. That's, that's what I think about a lot. And that's it's, how I feel in my life at the moment. And not in all of my pursuits. I feel like I do have my artistic pursuits. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they bleed. And with music, it's weird because they do bleed together a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, when I get played to do that, that two-hour, three-hour happy hour by myself, by whoever's booking it. <laughs> Uh, Got to sing a blues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you know I try and like slip my own songs in there, or whatever. Like stupid, but yeah. it's like, but I'm really just fulfilling a job. Yeah, I'm doing the same job that the Spotify playlist that they would be playing if I wasn't there is doing. Yeah, but you, I mean, so it's 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 a trade, and and it's there's still some artistry there because you're gonna do that job the way nobody else would. Right. Yeah. Whereas, like if you call a plumber. And that's and that's not good or bad. If you call a plumber, they're gonna. You hope he did such a grungy job. Yeah, doing my yeah, plumbing it was great. Yeah, it's yeah. really reminded me of the nineties. No, know? yeah, you, you don't want a plumber to be grungy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're gonna bring your own thing to sure. you know every lunchtime set at friends, right? <laughs> right. So we're <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, so, so we're just really like flamboyant tradespeople. Yeah, I heard somebody. Um, I mean, it was used as an insult, but I've always just, I thought it was such an interesting comment. When I was on ships, there was this sax player. He was, we were in the crew bar and like mm-hmm. some engineer was giving him shit. He's just like, you guys don't wake up till fucking noon and then you fucking walk down here and you fucking whatever. <laughs> I hope that and wasn't then, his accent at all. Yeah. He just, I mean, he just went yeah, into that. Exactly, it was a tape recorder, actually. That's exactly what it sounded like. And my, uh, my buddy was a saxophone player. He goes like, I will give you 10 years to do my job as well as I do it. Yeah. I'll bet I could do your job in one. Oh, like, yeah. Ooh. Yep. <laughs> the guy was an engineer, so maybe not one, but but the point was still just like, oh yeah, it's. A, and I thought it was just like, fuck yeah, it took us a long time to get here and just be able to do this. We also have gotten mm-hmm. really good at learning things. Mm-hmm. Like that, I feel like that is one of the unique skills of a musician. Not just that we can push the buttons in the right, right. order. Like the, that's like the monkey side of it. To right. me. <laughs> but like, we've learned how to learn things really, really fast. Yeah. And yeah. and compartmentalize in like many different ways, mm-hmm. and uh, allocate resources. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you have like a day job and you have to do that, and then you're just like, right. oh, but I still have to learn like three hours worth of music. God, but if I, I say, it. here's thirty songs for tomorrow, you can do it. It's a lot of work, but you can figure it out. I could do it. 
Yeah. Um, you might not be super pleased with the result, but yeah, I could do it. <laughs> right. Right. But, but we've also, I mean, I guess an engineer is going to do this too. We have enough experience. We go, oh, that one's a blues. So now I know that one's a blues. So mm-hmm. I can stop thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. The, it. It's like, oh, that one's the same changes as don't stop believing. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest, the one, the problem I have is like, sometimes I don't remember the groove. Mm-hmm. It's like, if it's a long list of songs and yeah. it's like just me and a singer and it's like, ah, what? Like. Yeah. yeah, it's an easy song to play, but like, what is the groove on this yeah. one? Yeah. Um, do you use iReal? No, you don't. You do use something else. I'm sorry, not iReal. That boom, boom, um, uh, Fourscore. Uh, no, I have it. I don't really yeah. use. It. I just use PDFs. I just like. Yeah. So Fourscore is cool because it has a visual metronome. Mm. So sometimes if I'm starting a tune and it's just like I learned it yesterday, yeah. you hit that visual metronome and it's just like blinking at you. Yeah. You're like, all right, well at least I got the tempo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it's not in twelve eight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I remember I had that problem with, with uh, Circles for Mick, Mick and the Mix. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that song at all. I don't really know, like, Post, Post Malone, Malone or anything. Yeah. And it was funny because it was such a basic, like, normal strumming pattern. And every time I saw Circles, I was like, what? How yeah. does that song go? That's weird. I had the same, I had the exact same experience with that song. Oh, really? Yeah. And then he hits the four minor chord every other time. Right, which yeah, Which is yeah. like, I don't know. The more I learn, I used to, like, I, I'm generally not a fan of his music, but, like, the more I learn about him, the more I like him. Yeah. He's a great guitar player. Is he? Yeah. Weird. I've never heard him play guitar. He's really good. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's playing on that recording, but that recording's not Yeah, I mean, there's special. not a whole lot of guitar, guitar on there. But like, yeah, he did that like Nirvana thing during COVID. Oh, where he just wait, played. What? It was like him and Travis Barker, and I can't remember who was on bass. But he, he, he did it. He live-streamed a whole Nirvana set. It was incredible. Whoa. Like, he was cool. so... Like, his vocals were like, because you just think of his like super auto-tuned, just yeah. super forgettable, but he was killing it. Yeah. You, that's amazing. You should go find it. Mean, it's really good. Like yeah. I've, I've just Nirvana's like, oh. Nirvana's hard to do too. Yeah. Yeah. Nirvana's very hard to do well. It's in like a weird key for a lot of guys. Uh, it gets really high. It's really, yeah. Yeah. He had a, a way of screaming that. <laughs> really I mean, that's unusual. like a weird thing. This is what I... I've talked to Makai about this. I really like this is our mutual friend Makai, the bass player. I really yeah. like his. He's voice gonna come up a lot because, uh, <laughs> well, he's really good at getting that gravel in there and like mm-hmm. having the gravel stay up high. Yeah, that's hard to get. I up feel there, like yeah. I have a I have a problem where I go up high, my voice gets purer, mm-hmm. and it's hard to keep the. Yeah, it. yeah, I have the same issue. Yeah. I'm also not a very good singer. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, says, yeah, right. As soon as they get up into the like higher chest voice, the it just becomes very. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, are you an artist, tradesman? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. And then what? What about the guitar? This is the other thing I always think of, that I hate guitar. You hate guitar? I really do. I was I was sitting listening to the band That's after us at, at the drafting room last night, and I also won't say who it was, but. All right. I I want to, but I won't. Uh, you can tell me later. Yeah. <laughs> do, do I know them? I'm sure. I'm. I would be shocked if you did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, I was just thinking, like, man, fucking, I hate guitar so much, and he's just like solo, 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 soloing for twenty minutes, and it's like he's really fucking good. Uh, I know. I know exactly who it was. It's like. <laughs> Actually, I, if it's who I think it is, I actually really like listening to that guy. I mean, yeah, he takes a lot of solos, but and it's just this thing. It's like it, I really like his playing. The sound, it has this vibe. It's real like dick swingy and like <laughs> yeah, 
but it's also Austin where it's just like that's, that's exactly that exactly there's that, four bass players and a million guitar players <laughs> and the bass players have to play the same thing right. yeah. the whole time yeah and then and then and then half of those bass players are guitar players who are just like yeah fine I'll take a bass yeah cake. yeah right exactly but I don't know it's this thing where I feel like it it isn't actually as as good a lead instrument as it thinks it is <laughs> it's a great rhythm instrument but it's also a secondary rhythm instrument because it's not as good a rhythm instrument as piano. Yeah. Mm. And so it, it, like, it sits in this weird space. And I feel like it sits in a weird space in most types of music, except rock music, mm-hmm. where it's like king. Yeah, because it like started rock music. <laughs> right, but like jazz and guitar is a little bit weird on the edge. Mm-hmm. Jazz in classical music is also kind of weird on the edge. Or jazz guitar in classical yeah. music is a little bit weird on the edge. Yeah. And then a lot of other kinds of music, it's it's really holding down a real specific rhythm role, like bluegrass or Eastern yeah. European or it's music. Finally, Motown and stuff like that. It's like it's more a percussion instrument, right? Than anything yep. else. Yep. Just like you just 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 hang out with the snare drum on two and four. And, exactly. Well, I was know, I was talking with, with Dave Doolittle about that too, about how as a guitar player, I like to think of myself as an extension of the snare drum. Mm-hmm. And oh, I, cool. I think of the bass as an extension of the kick, and so like the the basic beat or rhythm of music is boom chick boom chick and then you can go on all like as many variations on that as you want you could have three four boom chick chick boom chick chick or Mm -hmm. something like that and then the bass gives pitch or the bass instrument gives Mm -hmm. pitch to the kick drum and the guitar instrument gives uh, pitch to the snare drum or something Mm. and i like first thought about that playing in oklahoma the musical because it was like the whole show was boom, boom chick, chick, boom chick, boom chick, and the, mm-hmm. they had the drummer way on the other side of the pit, and then me and the bass player on this side of the pit, and it was like, oh, we're just playing what he's playing, yeah. but we just have notes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Um, I don't know. I give the, probably maybe the guitar a little bit more credit than you do. <laughs> but sure. I think it is a great lead instrument because it has so much range. Right. It is like a very. It's got a massive range, like four in like most. I mean, piano obviously has a larger range, but like. Especially electric guitar. Yeah. Um, and it varies because, I mean, you can drop tune and some have some guitars that have more frets than others. Yeah. can extend the range a little bit. But, like, yeah, a lot of other instruments don't have that kind of range. So it's, I mean, it is because it is a transposing instrument. So it is, like, a right. lower instrument than people kind of realize yes. it is. Yeah, yeah, Because when you're reading it, it looks like it's, you know, right. sits here. But it's like, oh, no, that's all here. But singing mm-hmm. low, low E string is pretty tough. Yeah. <laughs> Some people can do it. I yeah. can't hit that low E. <laughs> um, when I'm a little under the weather, I can hit it. Yeah, I've hit it a couple yeah. times, but not often. Yeah. I had the flu once, and I got down to a low C. That oh, was, my gosh. That was cool. You're like, yeah. I just want to keep this flu forever. And then I threw up. <laughs> That's not what you want to happen next. Yeah. Um, speaking of throwing up, can I uh, grab another one of these Hopadillos? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. This podcast is brought to you by Hopadillo. <laughs> Forest porn? Yeah, yeah. Let's get back to that. That's really that's really what I wanted to talk about tonight. Forest porn. Let's get to the bottom of it. You gotta give the people what they want to hear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They want to talk about porno in the jungle. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, so guitar. Um, is it a good instrument? You like it. I hate it. I like it. I don't it's... actually. I like to say that I hate it. It's this thing that I do where I like to say that I hate things that I don't actually hate. But that's a cool, attractive trait. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, like if I think that something, if there's more to a story, I'll say like, oh, that's not real. Like 9-11 didn't happen. 
But I don't actually think that that's true. <laughs> but <laughs> careful. It's my it's my uh <laughs> it's my shorthand way of saying like there's more here. Yeah. Um <laughs> but, but I also don't think it happened. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, there's there's one other historical event I can think of that you probably shouldn't say that about. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about aliens? <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I'm kidding. But on that topic, though. Yeah. Speaking of things that didn't happen, like what the hell happened the last couple of days? Oh, the alien. Uh, it's- I mean, that okay. That, I think that's yeah. bullshit. It's yeah. so silly. Oh, what do you okay? What tell me? What do you think it is? I don't think it's a, no, no. I don't have a. I don't have an affirmative thing that I think okay. it is. I think that like all this alien stuff is silly. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm I'm weirdly obsessed with aliens. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, it's like a thing for me. Yeah. Um, that's cool. And I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily think that that's what we've been dealing. You know, with the last couple of days. With right. Like, like, why are we shooting this stuff down all of a sudden? But um, but it is like, there's something that somebody knows that the rest of us don't know. Definitely. Don't, oh, yeah, 100%. Don't know. That's true. And I feel like th- whatever's happening now will maybe get us a little bit closer to that. So what what do you know about it? What do I know? About aliens. I don't know shit. Okay. Um, I know that there are... There, like, Different, like, there's so many different legends from so many different uh-huh. cultures, and they all have not all, but some of them have weird, yes, that people that uh-huh. are like insanely tall or live yeah, in the yeah. sky, or yeah, yeah, I mean, it, like the old yeah. biblical, like the Nephilim and stuff in the Old Testament, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, my dad used to be really into aliens. And oh, hell like, yeah, I don't know if you know the theory about how we were put here to mine gold. <laughs> is, does that have anything to do with the um, Anunnaki? Could it, be. Is that part of the? Yeah. It, it it could be. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's an interesting one. That's definitely fake. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea that aliens are into gold. Like, yeah. gold specifically, yeah, they're it's like, like it's, it's like oh, it's valuable there too. You're right. Like wow. Yeah. That's yeah. Odd. Like is that, what a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> well, there, there's an asteroid right now that has like trillions of dollars worth of diamonds in it or something. Hell yeah. Um, I think it's diamonds. <laughs> uh, so they, but they, they were talking like. So, like basically yeah. the the plot of the movie uh, Armageddon. Okay. Talking about sending like miners up there to just like oh, yeah, fucking yeah. diamonds off of a fucking asteroid because yeah. That's a that's a fun movie. Yeah, it's it's I rewatched about half of it about a year ago. It's very watchable. It's, it's fun. not a, it's not a good movie, but no, it's, it's it's very fun. watchable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh Not a huge Liv Tyler fan. I just did you ever watch the movie Empire Records? Of course. We just watched that two nights ago again. Yeah. Well, Megan had never seen it. My oh. wife had never seen it. And it's like, for me, it's this wonderfully nostalgic, pretty bad, but like pretty fun. <laughs> I will always. Movie. Liv Tyler made me a man. I will. I will. <laughs> I was like, pretty funny. the perfect age to just be. <laughs> yeah. She is like, I don't know how she came from Steven Tyler. She is absolutely beautiful. Right. Well, he's pretty beautiful. And he is. No, he is not. <laughs> His mouth is bigger than his head. It's true. Yeah. He's a little odd looking. He's a disgusting man. <laughs> He's a disgusting man. With a really incredible but still hard to listen to voice. Still hard to listen to. Yeah, I was talking with uh, with Cody Andell. Do you know him? Oh, you yeah. played a gig with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, I gig with him. We were talking about how neither of us have any Aerosmith songs like in our rep. <laughs> and then we were thinking... Like, I don't think hey, I do either. That's so funny. Right. It's like, what song would you <laughs> pick? And, you know, like maybe Dream On or something. Like, Oh, I, I take it back. I do... I, I do know Dream On. Okay. 
I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know it. It's a very hard song. I bet. Uh, you should learn it just so you can go, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> There's so many parts. What, what, what's their lead guitar player? Perry. Joe Perry. Joe Perry. I mean, he's really good. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Yep. And the other guy's great, too. Don't ask me his name. Yeah. Uh, they're like, them and the Eagles are like great bands that I don't like. I do not like the Eagles. Yeah, but... I kind of like some Aerosmith songs. Yeah. Like, the Eagles are so good. Like, objectively, great songs. The, the harmonies are Amazing. unbeatable. Can't stand them. <laughs> yeah, same. So I'm like really bored by them. Yeah. This, is, this is a fun question I like to ask. So I yeah. feel like that answers it a little bit. But it's... Um, if you were teaching a history of rock class... Oh, yeah. What bands would you include, even though you don't like them, however you feel like they're important? Leonard Skinner. You don't like Leonard Skinner? No. Interesting. I respect them. Yeah. But I've never... They're not a band I would ever... I can't even say that. Like, just, you know, I, bands like, oh, they're a great band, but I would never listen to them, like, yeah. you know, for pleasure. But let's just, I listen to, like, four bands. Like, I'm so fucking bland. <laughs> I, li- <laughs> I listen to, like, The Deer Hunter and Tool. Right. And the thing. But those aren't, like, super bland bands. Yeah. I feel like of no, the ones you listen yeah. Tool is the most bland, yeah. actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of, like, Porcupine Tree, Deer... Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah probably. Which is weird. Just only, I guess only because there's not a lot of lyrics and everything's in D. It just feels so old at this point. Like it feels like it feels like it's this old thing that has been done. It's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the dude, I mean, Maynard's almost 60. Yeah. So, which means the rest of the guys are almost 60. Yeah. (laughs) Just kind of wild to think about. Yeah. Um, I I took my girlfriend to see Tool last year. Oh, whoa. Yeah, and she'd never, she had never heard of Tool and never been to a rock concert before. So Tool was her first rock wow. concert. Okay. Yeah. And I, I can't, because she... Is she into it? No. <laughs> she's, yeah, but I, she's, a, she's a great sport. <laughs> um, I, I took her to... <laughs> I ne- never complained, never just like, just was just like, yeah, this is great. You want another drink? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I do. <laughs> yeah. I, t- I mean, I took her to see like so much... Were they good? Oh, yeah. I saw them in 2007, 8. Mm-hmm. That was the only time I've seen them. It was after 10,000 Days mm-hmm. uh, at Summerfest in Milwaukee on the 4th of July. Mm. It was a very, very good show. Um, but I have not, I haven't seen them recently, and I really did not like the new album. Oh, I like it. Like at all. Yeah, I, I I love it. It felt like it felt like they all like came into the studio in different months and just laid down their parts. I think they did, and like <laughs> it didn't feel like a band album. It just felt like yeah, this is like they're all really good musicians, yeah. so they can make stuff sound good. And I think I mean I, that's because like Justin lives in the UK, I believe. Mm-hmm. Danny and um, Adam live in LA, in LA and yeah, then, right. uh, Maynard lives in Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever go to a Danny Carey's thing at Baked Potato? When no, we were in LA. I never got to it either. I always wanted to, and then I never just, went. It's kind of like when I lived in the Bay Area. I never went to Alcatraz, right? Because I could just say, "Oh, I'll go next time." Yeah, you never do. Uh, but yeah, so um, you did like the new album. Yeah, I, I liked it quite a bit. But it's funny, my buddy, who I was talking about the saxophone player, yeah, he sent me a picture a couple days ago, him and Danny Carey, because I guess they played together, baked potato. I'm like, oh. <laughs> So I mean, it's, just, it's cool to like watch like that 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 like Danny Carey cam of Numa and stuff. It's like, oh yeah, this yeah. is badass. Yeah, but. it's funny. Like, I, I outside of the context of that band, I think I hate Danny's drumming. Yes. Well, have you watched? It's like a, it's a trio that he's playing drums and it's two synth yeah. players and they're playing like jazz fusion. Yeah. 
I don't, yeah, remember, I, don't, it's some, I don't remember what it is. It's some tune. It's some fusion tune. And it's like, uh, this sounds like a rock player like trying yeah, to yeah. play. That's, I know some guys who have played with him, and that's what they all said. They're just like, he's stiff as fuck. I am so, I'm going to stop talking shit about Danny Carey. He's in like my favorite <laughs> band ever. And I have nothing but... I have nothing but... I've not met him. I did see him at a Faith No More concert, though. Oh, he, sat, he sat in front of me, which meant I couldn't see. He's very tall. Uh, but I, I'm sure he's a great dude. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, Danny. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah. You're badass. Yeah. You changed my whole world, so... Yeah, I mean, it's just like I can't. And like, I mean, Tool's a band I could just like listen to over and over again, and yep. it's just like it's always fresh. Yeah, uh, I mean, maybe with the exception of the first two albums, like it just always feels like it's something else I can get out of it. Yeah, I think, I think all like the my, my favorite bands, like the only bands I ever listened to, that's like a consistent with all of them because yep. there's just something to get out of it every time. Yeah, and it just never. So what? What other bands? So Porcupine Tree uh-huh. to me like never feels old. Yeah. They're amazing. Uh, yeah, and they're... I, me and Annie went to Dallas to see them a few months ago. Oh, nice. Oh, my God. So good. They played for no opener, three hours. Amazing. Oh, Primus yeah. does stuff like that, too. Yeah, I've seen them a couple times, too. I love Primus. Primus is yeah. like... The other side, it's like... If Tool were less restrained... Like, Primus has this, like... We're really into the aesthetic experience of this groove. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's not like Tool at all. No. But both times I saw them, they were opening for Tool. You saw well, them open for Tool? Twice. Whoa. Yeah. And uh, so, like, Primus is... So Primus, uh, like, how do you even describe that genre? Like, it's like... I, I don't even know. But they always... I, it's like nobody They're can They're, like, fake, related to jam bands. But you would never see them, like, on a bill of fish. Or you would. Well, he plays with, uh, he plays with a guy from Fish. Oh, That's really? Let's no, play me, Frog Brigade. Yeah. Oh, is a dude from Fish in that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't or know. Or Oysterhead. No, no, the guy from Fish is an Oysterhead. Oh, okay. Also, Frog Brigade. Did you see that Sean Lennon is playing in Frog Brigade? What? And they're playing Animals? The whole album? <laughs> no, I did not know that. Yeah, they're doing this set where the, half the set is they're playing Animals and half the set is they're playing Frog Brigade tunes. I, no, I did not see that. That's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> well, like, Primus is... It's, it's like nobody knew what to call them, so it's like okay, I guess they're metal because they feel like right, like but the they're headline not metal. They're not so not metal, like yeah. Like, like, but it's just like I mean, you don't, you can't really classify them, so it's like, but like they yeah. embrace dissonance in a way that a lot of bands don't. Yeah, that is what but I like, love about them is like, which is more jazz than metal, right? But they don't do it as like they don't seem like jazz players. No, they seem no. like rock players. Who, yeah, I don't know. It's this thing. It, yeah. It's what I love about a lot of grunge bands too is the embrace of dissonance and noise mm-hmm. and like so much music is so sweet mm-hmm. even to- tool is very sweet and tends to be very consonant yeah yeah that's true there's not a lot of a little bit yeah. so there's a few like guitar solos and stuff where like he's bringing in kind of weird notes every now and then but it's like you know flat twos and stuff yeah. you know right it's just really it's just like that like the, if you google dissonance the first interval that comes up it's, it's right it's like oh yeah minor second yeah let's do it but i feel like with primus like he'll start soloing in like the wrong key. yeah right. and it's <laughs> yeah. like fuck yeah i love it <laughs> i think that's why i fucking can't do anything because my when i was in fifth grade my favorite band was um primus yeah wow fifth grade nice. fifth grade yeah and i remember i had a frizzle fry t-shirt that i wore to school in fifth grade and people were just like what's primus <laughs> idiot, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> it's probably a stupid bit anyway um 
And I, I, honestly, I think like, like, like whenever anybody's ever, fortunately this doesn't happen anymore, but it's just like, remember I was at a, an interview to, to teach somewhere. Mm-hmm. He just asked me to play something in like a certain style. I just like couldn't do it. It was just like, I think just like, I was like, just growing up, I was into like the weirdest shit. Yeah. Like on the, cause I was into Mingus, like super into yeah. Mingus all through high school. And then I was like, not even into puberty and like listening to pork soda. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> just like, yeah. Like, oh, what other fifth grade would be like, yeah, my favorite song is, uh, my favorite song is, uh, Mr. Crinkle. <laughs> uh, have you seen the video for that song? Mm-mm. Mr. Crinkle? It's, it's all done in one take. Oh, and there's great. like, it's all circus performers and like, there's people on fire and like, that's there's amazing. platforms coming in and out. The whole video is one take. Less is it a pig suit playing up. Oh, yeah. I do. Know. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that the video pig is yeah, wild. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I know. I think that's why I've, I've. Ne- I mean, this is maybe a good thing. Like, I could never do like. I just said like like a thousand times. I'm sorry. I'll try to stop doing that. <laughs> I'll cut them all. Yeah. <laughs> clip, 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 clip. You ever heard a podcast like that where it's just you, all you hear is clips? Yeah. It's like wow, you can't even finish a sentence. You just let it be. Asked hard. Yeah. Like if somebody wanted, I did it again. If somebody wanted me to do a very be a carbon copy of a player i could never do it and i really feel mm-hmm. like i'm not articulating my thought very well and i i realize that right now but i think just because i li- grew up listening to such weird yeah. stuff no i have the, i actually have a similar thing i'm very bad at being a copy of somebody else when i'm playing yeah there's some people i wish i could emulate better yeah like, i wish i could emulate brian may i wish i could emulate nels klein who's that um, he's a, he's like a jazz guy, but he's in Wilco now. Oh, okay. And he just plays the most beautiful solos. Nice. And like, I'll, I'll, there's one track I'll send you. Okay. It's, it's called yeah, yeah. Sky Blue Sky by Wilco. And he plays a solo in it. It's just like, it's so good. <laughs> and it feels, but it feels like very free. Like you yes. just came up with it, but it's like, it's so perfect. I love that. Like when a, when a guitar player feel like it feels like they're uninhibited and they yeah. can go anywhere and they go just to the right place. Yeah. And it's just, but it's also the hippest shit ever. <laughs> yeah. That's Cause great. like Hendrix felt very free, but like you've kind of heard that before. Yeah. And this, that's how I feel with Stevie Ray Vaughan is like, I'd actually don't like listening to Stevie Ray Vaughan very much. He's somebody, I don't even know if I would put him in my history of rock class. But if I did, it's not like I'm a huge Stevie Ray Vaughan fan. But when I watch a video, it's like, oh, he's like free. Mm -hmm. He can go where he wants to go. But it's still like, where is he going? Yeah. I don't know. I I love Stevie. (laughs) (laughs) I saw, when I was a kid, I saw him play on Saturday Night Live. Mm. He played that song, Change It, Mm -hmm. which is a wild tune. I mean, it's a, it's, I guess you call it a blues because it's a right. shuffle and it feels very bluesy, but the changes are like, well, if you want to hard it, call it on a jam and see what happens. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not going to go well. Um, but it's a great tune. And he like, yeah, on SNL, he just played the solo and I was a little kid, like he just started playing guitar. I was just like, I think this is what I want to do forever. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll try to find the video. It's, yeah. it's great. Man. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, a, he, I think I, I, <clears throat> I might be wrong on this, but I think on SNL he plays the same solo that he plays on the record, but it doesn't oh. matter. It's still so good. Yeah. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Improvising versus the same solos on the record? Um, I don't know. Some, not everybody's an improviser. That's fine. Right. Um, I mean, I'd be sad if like Steve Vai played the same solo that he played on the record. I'd feel kind of gypped, but... But he's a, you know, he's a great Yeah, I feel like so. most people aren't listening to Steve Vai 
closely enough to know. If I think I'm one of the, the eight soul. people who's listening to Steve Vai. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I love Steve Vai. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. The, the that like guitar virtuoso electric thing. I generally am not Yngwie. into that, but I like. I mean, I've, I've never listened to Ingve ever. I remember <laughs> he I has this to. thing. It drives me crazy. What is it called? I, it's it. There's something that's like really weird about it. He's playing with an orchestra, and he's called. It's called like concerto for guitar and orchestra, or oh no no no, it's called sweet. For guitar and orchestra, but oh. it's just one tune, <laughs> and so like it's not a group of it's, tunes. It's, it's not. It's literally it's not, not a suite, yeah. and it's called like a daggio for guitar and orchestra, and it's just like it literally is just like a melody. Yeah, it's like the guitar plays and the orchestra plays, and they play it together. It's like dun 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 dun. It's Carolyn Bell's. It's like these are just words you heard. You don't know what they mean, right? Uh, no, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't listen really listen to Satriani or Ingve or you know, those dudes. But yeah, Vi is always like his music is so crazy. Yeah, uh, just he just goes to some really unexpected places. And, yeah, yeah, I, I, I could listen to him all day. There's that funny, uh, that funny thing where he's talking about his his interview or his audition to join Zappa's <laughs> band, and Zappa was like, "Okay, play a reggae and seven eight for me." <laughs> And he was like, what? How do I do this? I've heard some wild stories about dudes going on to audition for like, I knew a guy who auditioned for Wayne Shorter as a bass player. Yeah. And he said, and he's like the world, world-class bass player he's played with, like, you, you name it, he's played with them. And uh, he said, Wayne Shorter just sat in the corner giggling the whole time. What? <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. Yeah, I know. It's like, who does that? Actually, when I, when I was at, University of Wisconsin Madison. The uh, the bass professor was Richard Davis. I don't know if you know him. He's on like the Eric Dolphy albums and stuff. He's, anyway, not the, he's, he's not the dude who played on the some Van Morrison stuff, is he? He might have. He's on a couple Springsteen albums. Huh. Uh, but his huh. big thing is he played with Eric Dolphy. Okay. Like whatever. But he was a he was a very grouchy <laughs> old jazz guy. He did not like me at all. <laughs> so whenever I went in for my guitar, Jerry's, I'm coming in there with my classical guitar. It's like, I'm going to play like, like Prelude 996 by Bach. <laughs> he would pull out a newspaper. Oh, my God. <laughs> just like a, just a silent fuck you. Yeah, right? really. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Uh, yeah, there's a, have you heard that, uh, uh, that Van Morrison album, Astro Weeks? I, I, I really only know the hits. Van, Van Morrison. Yeah, there's no hits on this album. It's a weird album. Okay. But the bass is really loud on it. Oh. And he's playing some really out there stuff. I believe that Van Morrison has really cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, from the songs of his I know, I believe that it's like, it's way better. Yeah. Dude, check out Astro Weeks. Yeah. It's a... Uh, I don't I mean, even know. like the guitar lines on Brown Eyed Girl are really nice. Yeah. And it's like very composed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's when I've, I've had to play a thousand times. For, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's like, this is the worst Van Morrison song. Yeah. Well, he hates it too, I think. Yeah. Um, Cody does, uh, a Van Morrison song. Wild Night. Yeah. That, that's I, a fun I, one. I, I like didn't know, one. I hadn't heard that one before. That, yeah, yeah that, I learned that, that cool. from him too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like, it's kind of modal. Yes. It's a, I guess in a way, so is Brown Eyed Girl. Cause you go from G Ionian to C Ionian, which is a new mm, Sure. Because uh, that, that line yes. is an exact yep. Uh, yep. transposition. Yep. Anyway. 
nerds. <laughs> nerds. It's a great way to uh, to to elevate guitar playing to make it sound really theor theoretical. G Ionian to C Ionian when it's like you just did the same shape. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Instead of thinking about it, you just took the same shape and moved it up a couple of frets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> oh man. The same thing happened when I did a podcast with Zach Day. I just did a gig with him. Oh nice. Yeah, I played I bass. Zach. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah. I really like him. Um yeah, we played at Pootie's Roadhouse. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. That is I've sent them emails about booking, but I've never Yeah. You're probably not redneck enough for them. Probably not. Yeah. Probably. I, I always try. I don't know if you have a, a theory on it. That's I'm, I'm like every now and then I'll be like, I definitely don't fit this place. But if it's like <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I'm never the front man, so it doesn't matter. Oh, I see. It was just like, oh, booties? I'll wear cowboy boots. Fine. <laughs> it was funny. We got there and everybody in the band was wearing cowboy boots. Like, hey, good on you. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a place. It's <laughs> a place, yeah. <laughs> Here yeah. in town. Um, yeah, it was with Greg Warren was on lead guitar. Nice. Um, I was playing bass. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So what, what's your preference? Where do you like being in terms of... Rhythm, lead, bass, drums. <laughs> I've done all of the above. Um, Keys. No, I've not done that. I can't. I don't think I would say yes to that gig. I can't play hot cross buns on keys. Like, I'm not. No one's calling oh, really? me for keys. I, no, I can't. I can't play. Like, yeah. I'm po <laughs> potato fingers on keys. I can't do anything. I can play a couple of Radiohead tunes. Sure. That's about it. Yeah. I learned a um, pyramid song at some point. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I remember charting that out at one point. Yeah. It's a It's really cool cuz like it, it's one of those things where you have to hear later in the song to contextualize the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cuz like the beginning yeah. I actually thought it was one thing and then when yeah. the drums come in it's like, "Oh, that's what it is." Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. That's, that's, that's such a good tune. Yeah. And I love that just like you have these like all these unrelated major chords mm -hmm. but they all have the same note on top. Right. It's it's so it's such a cool sound. Um, that one, and I learned um, everything in its right place at one point too. Mm. I don't know if I can play that one right now, but shit, that that's another one. That's literally. It's a, I just realized that's what? another one. It's major unrelated major chords with the same note oh, no. on top. <laughs> so that's that's a trick of theirs. I guess, apparently I fucking yeah. just realized that. Yeah, that's funny. That's... Yeah, it's a, everything in its right place in C, C minor major like at the same time. Right. It's like a C major chord with an A flat in it or something. And then, uh, yeah, Pyramid Song's an F sharp, and that the, F, the, the high F sharp stays, just remains while you yep. play funny chords beneath it. <laughs> yeah, so, so what's your mm -hmm. preference? Where do you like being? I like playing lead guitar. Lead? Yeah. Yeah. Um, more than happy to play rhythm, more than happy to play bass. Yeah. Playing a lot of bass this year. Nice. Um, just kind of out of nowhere. So Which, what, what is it about? Do you like playing lead with a rhythm guitar player, or being sort of the guitar player that sort of moves in and out i don't know it if it's it depends on the other guitar player sure if it's like the aforementioned greg warns mm -hmm. or you or logan dubeck like it's going to be a it's going to be a good time right um i don't know if i've played with any guitar players out here outside of like a jam session uh like a jam because well, you play guitar with kenny yeah yeah and i'm pretty much yeah i'm You're pretty rhythmy there yeah. right yeah, yeah 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 very much the rhythm guy there 
and that's fun. He lets me unload on some covers and stuff, but yeah. Um, I just really like his music, so I don't really think about it's it. It's great. Yeah, his yeah. I when I went out and saw you guys at Carousel Lounge, I hadn't heard his music, but his songs are awesome. Yeah, like his songwriting is really good. Yeah, it's and the it, do you find some some people write songs that are a lot easier to memorize than others? Yes, absolutely. And, I mean, their songs are like I have a really hard time sticking in my head. Yeah, yeah, same. And it's not even that they're complicated. Yep. Uh, yeah, Kenny's songs like probably harmonically are a little unusual. Yeah. But I found them very easy to memorize. Yeah. Like, you know, very quickly. Mm. I was like, yeah, some other people I've played with just like, I've always got the iPad on stage. It's <laughs> like, I can't, the form of this thing is whack. I can't remember. Yeah. But you like playing lead. See, yeah. that's the thing. I love being rhythm. I love being tied to the drums mm. and like being in that space and like fucking up the rhythm. And there was this thing, it's like when Joel Turcotte was around more for the jams, it would be love great. Because we'd like go, like, play the blues and like let the other guitar player solo and like what i want to do with him is like let's like add tuplets to this yeah and let's like let's yeah. do weird shit under the under the guitar solo yeah and like let them jack off over there you know? yeah <laughs> and actually as a lead player i like that i, I like having the rug pull, yanked on underneath me a little bit too. yeah so that's why i always love playing with joel because he's, he's gonna do something <laughs> yeah well that's that's the other thing is like the this is my other like thing about hating guitar and it's not even guitar it's like guitarists who treat their band like a backing track mm. sucks yeah it's yeah. so boring mm -hmm. it's like what i want there to be is a musical interaction happening on stage mm -hmm. that's yeah that's when the coolest like some of the coolest moments i've had on stage ever are when like something goes wrong <laughs> sure and it's just and we just kind of all go there together i feel like it's yeah. back to primus a little bit like like too many puppies or something like that <laughs> like the bass line yeah. is so like ear catching mm -hmm. and the bass tone is so bright that when he starts soloing over it <laughs> it's yeah. really like it's really an interaction it's like i'm adding this mm -hmm. yeah. like weird like little chromatic line that's like nothing like yeah. where are we <laughs> what key are we in i don't know something yeah. like that <laughs> that's fine you know i've listened to them for so long i've never bothered to learn any of their music Oh really? It was just like, I mean, that it. one's the easiest thing ever. It's just a chromatic yeah. <laughs> line, like yeah. F sharp, G, G sharp, or something. Yeah. Even, but even back then, I was like, yeah, this is not. This, 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 is, this, not. this, this is too much for me. <laughs> Dude, even now, I'm just like, oh, what am I gonna learn that for? <coughs> well, there aren't that many yeah. situations where people would want you to play stuff. Like it's that. never happened. Yeah. No, I I played in no, I did play in a band. We played a Southbound Pachyderm. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah, the bass player and I were both. The bass player was. I was a former like huge Primus fan, and he was a current huge Primus fan. Yeah, like two silver back in. Yeah, sounds like fun. So what about what about looking forward? What are what are your goals and dreams? Oh Jesus! <laughs> Where do you see yourself? <laughs> Where do you see yourself in four years? <laughs> four, yeah, four exactly. Um, four and a half years. Where do you see yourself? Uh, that's such a funny question because like if you had asked me two and a half years ago. Uh -huh. In two and a half years, <laughs> you think you live in Texas? I would have been like, fuck no. <laughs> there is a 0% yeah, chance yeah. of that happening, sir. <laughs> That's a good ending. And uh, yeah, I've been here for just a couple, you know, a couple weeks shy of two years. And yeah. it's like, well, probably one of the better decisions I ever made in my yeah. life that I don't remember making, which is also a weird thing. Wait, really? Yeah. Interesting. I just kind of like was here all of a sudden. Whoa. Like, oh, whoa. How, what the <laughs> fuck? I have That's an apartment. Wild. Yeah, yeah. It was 
it's crazy. It's in hindsight, it's, it's it's almost just like I wasn't even in control. I wasn't even driving the car for a minute. Right. Just the car, just like mm, we're going to Austin. I'm like okay, yeah. okay, <laughs> yeah. No, I I mean I agree. I felt the same way. It was definitely the best decision I've made recently. Yeah. Like my whole life is there. I have more work than I've ever had. Same. I make more money than I did in L.A. I, I didn't have seven gigs in a week back in L.A. No. <laughs> nope. And it would be like this thing where like I'd be really busy for a month or two and then like nothing for a yeah. month. And like, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, remember just like, back in L.A. I'd be like, man, I have three gigs this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, also you have to drive, what, two Some and a half hours to the fucking gig? God damn. I used to do all the band I was in. I had all these gigs in Orange County and I lived in yeah. Burbank. Oh, <laughs> and yeah, was, the opposite. Or what, like yeah. Inland Empire, you get something out in like Rancho Cucamonga. You're like, no. You're like, I have to leave the day before. Yeah, right. Which is crazy because it's only 40 miles. Right. It should be like, you know, an hour and something. Yeah. It was two and a half hours. Yeah. No, I and I, when I, I used to work in Calabasas and I have gigs in Orange County. I would have to leave. Oh, my God. I'm not exaggerating. I would have to leave four hours early. Yep. Yep. I had that where I was teaching in Compton and I would... There's this theater out in Rancho Cucamonga that was always hiring me. And it was like, it's like, a, you know, an eight o'clock show. And it's like, leaving at four is like really cutting it close. Oh my God. Oh, that's so and cool. so like, I'm sitting in stop traffic, yeah. like also yeah. like agitated. Cause it's like, I'm going to get there like yeah. 15 minutes before the gig. Yeah. And then you get there and you're like sweaty and you have angry. Yeah. Right. Hungry. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Cause you like did not have time to stop for a mm-hmm. Snickers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, if I stop for a Snickers, I'm going to be late. Yep. So I'm just going to show up hangry. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I don't miss, uh, I don't, it's I'm, gotten worse here since I've moved here though. Yeah. Cause everybody followed you. <laughs> Come on guys. Yeah. <laughs> I like they followed me. Not you. They didn't follow me. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't. It's the blind leading the blind over here. Yeah. Don't follow me. I'm going. <laughs> I'm just going to H-E-B. I don't know what I'm buying. H-E-B's nice. Yeah, yeah, I like Texas. I do, too. I'm so happy here. Yeah. The infrastructure sucks. Yeah, but it's better than L.A. Yeah. Yeah, oh. I mean, I guess L.A. doesn't deal with, like, freezing and stuff. It, it annoys me coming from Wisconsin because, mm. like, the pipes do not freeze when it's 30 below. Mm-hmm. Like, they've built it yeah. properly. Like, yes, if it's snowy, it's bad. But, like, the freeze here when people are like, the roads are treacherous. Yeah. It's like, no, they're not. <laughs> There's no ice on the road. It's yeah. not frozen. It's water. Yeah. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the... the uh... I mean, I, it's the same frustration I had in L.A. when they're just, like, blindsided by this, the same thing that happened last right. year. Yep. And here right, it's the right. same thing. It's just like, it's, you know, oh, it got to a certain temperature. It's like, yeah, it did last year, too, and you weren't prepared. It's like, come on. Yeah. This is like... <laughs> well, yeah, both years I've gotten here, it's frozen. Yeah. There's been, like, a lot of ice around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like, I don't know. Like, the whole thing, like, this, the couple weeks ago when everybody's power went out and everything, like, seems like the trees here fall on the lines. I don't know, like cut yeah. the trees back. I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but like it doesn't happen. Yeah, I'm not a civil engineer, but I don't know. I feel like if the same shit keeps happening and right. if with the same result, like I don't know, maybe you should... like this doesn't happen in Minnesota. It gets yeah. cold as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I've spent a couple <laughs> Thanksgivings in Minnesota. It's uh disgusting. <laughs> Their power stays on and yeah. it needs to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I felt I literally had guilt cuz I I'm I I don't know anybody else who didn't who didn't lose power. I 
What? Oh, you didn't lose power? No, nice. Not at all. We lost power for about six hours. And I think, so there's a juvenile detention facility a couple blocks away. Oh, look at you. I mean, it's not a problem. It's just, <laughs> I feel like I, what I'm hoping is that I've heard that it's, they, they take it more seriously when there's stuff like prisons or oh, hospital. I know hospitals. Like if right. you live near a hospital, you probably. I mean that makes power. sense, and that's good. Yeah, like it's not yeah, good to have people like <laughs> good in, on you, incarcerated <laughs> yeah. there with no power. Like that's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like there are some people, especially in North Austin, that seem to get it really bad. Like mm-hmm. six, seven days. Yeah, um, yeah. My friend who lives in Lakeway, like, yeah, several days. The church I work up, I work at up in Georgetown, was like out of like we had to replace all these power supplies and our dsps for the sound system oh my god crazy whoa (laughs) i mean it was a wild situation like the the sound system stopped working and get there like uh okay it's like well the amps are on what's going on oh the dsp won't turn on okay we like pulled it out and like check the fuse the fuse is good fuse is good okay all right well (laughs) called pv and they're like oh it was probably the power supply that blew you can send it into us, or you can just order a new power supply. <sighs> PV. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. Rot row. The the classic thirty is a great amp. The classic thirty. Yeah. For for like a a main sound system like that. Oh no no I'm just I'm just like just the, oh the, you're the, talking the, about the, the PV classic. Th- I yeah. See, I, see. I was trying to say something nice about PV, <laughs> and that amp legit kicks right. ass. So. Actually, the Delta Blues is good, too. Nice. All right, go PV. I, so I really, I've had the most fun playing on really, really old, fucked up PVs that are, like, really shitty in the corner of some practice room that, like, have a broken speaker. Yeah. Oh, God, what did I have? My first amp, I think, was an Envoy 1x12. Uh-huh. You just keep talking. I'll just patch it. Yeah. Is it still recording when, the, when that happens? No, but that is true. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, I think I believe it was an Envoy 112. It's my first amp, little solid state thing. Yeah. Um, and now I find out that's like a sought after amp, kind of, because it just has like it doesn't sound good, but it has a sound. Nice. And uh, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's uh, I, I kind of wish I, I probably sold it for fifty dollars. Yeah. In like I don't know ninety seven or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of wish I still had access to that because that was a <laughs> that was a that was a neat little amp. Yeah. Well, I should pull out my Randall so we could play. Oh, yeah. You see. Or, I mean, you can play on anything you want. Yeah. Uh, the, the Reverend is interesting to me. I like it. All right. You want to try something? Yeah. See what happens? See what happens. <laughs>
That was cool. That was a lot of places. <laughs> nice. We should uh, we should book a show where we just do that. How long? For three hours. <laughs> How long do you think we could go legitimately, where it's not like? How much whiskey is available? Yeah, because I uh, I feel like that. What was fun about that is we kept finding new spots and it was like, oh, this is fun for a little mm-hmm. bit. Oh, this is fun for a little bit. It was great. Yeah. Uh, that was the most tonal free open jam I think I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> right, because sometimes they can just be like, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah like, like one thing I used to do is I just randomly tune my tuning pegs. I think I've told you this before oh. I could get on stage. Oh, wow. And so then it's like, you just have to deal with whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like, it's, I mean, it's like, like improv. It's like the exactly. audience gives you a word and you have to. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's just like little like gestural musical interactions. Yeah, you're and like, all that. toaster, all right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, so do you do stuff like that ever? Or have you done stuff? Like, what about at Berkeley? There must have been like free improv people there. Yeah. Like free I mean, jazz stuff. Honestly, and... they were just the people that couldn't play. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, I don't deal with keys. Like, okay. <laughs> cool, good for you. Yeah, yeah. Have fun, like entertaining anybody. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna meet a lot of girls that way. <laughs> man, girls love keys. <laughs> yeah, girl, that's girls. That's one thing I've learned in life. Yeah, girls, love, <laughs> girls love keys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, so what's what's coming up for Jim Briggs? Seven shows a week. What about shows you want to promote? Shows Your birthday show on my birthday May, show. May 19th. At Valhalla. Valhalla, yeah. Cool. It'll be, it'll be me with my uh, band that doesn't have a name yet. Okay. Well, because I couldn't come to your birthday last year because I had COVID. Oh, I was oh, sick. Yeah. Don't but, get COVID uh, this year. Yeah. I will have a little baby, but... Going to have a little baby. When's your baby, dude? April 20th. All right. Hey, 420, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He They'll be a month old. They should come, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Coming up, we got uh, 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 April first, Ruthie Craft. Nice at um, Pershing. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a cool one. Uh, Kenny Hayda coming up at um, Texas Music Cafe in Waco. Okay, that's gonna be a good one too. Um, the date I'm blanking on at the moment. Uh, khtomusic.com for that or my website hellajimbriggs.com yeah oh my... the website looks awesome by yeah. the way oh thank I you just saw it yeah uh, yeah I just did the, those this year I moved my website over to a different uh, different spot nice uh, it's cool I'm I'm uh, I'm very happy with it um, so yeah I keep my calendar very up to date so uh, sweet yeah yeah I'll have all the links below everybody and all that stuff so cool. check them out Jim yeah. Briggs one of the best guitar players in Austin as you heard <laughs> Hell yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, Jim, for coming on the show. Thanks Is there for anything else you want to plug? Anything you want to talk about? Yeah. Aliens. No. Aliens. Hell yeah. All right. Cool. Well, see you guys later. Later. All right. Thanks for listening or watching. Remember to check out Jim Briggs. Links below. Remember to like, leave a comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. All right. I'll talk to you all next time.